there are more than one question speaking about the difference between dictation and inspiration. And why we say that the Holy Scripture is inspired by, but not dictated. What, uh, what does it mean to be inspired by, by, but not dictated? Uh, if, for example, if you study St. Paul, St. Peter, and St. John, it's very easy to find difference in the writing style. St. John, for example, used short verses. St. Paul used very, very long verses. Like Ephesians chapter 1, I think one sentence took maybe 10 verses or, or 12 verses. Very, very long. So, uh, here the, the Holy Spirit did not cancel the personality or the writing style of the author. St. John, in his uh, style, very short verses, but very strong. St. Paul, very long verses and philosophical. That's why even St. Peter, when he referred or spoke about the letters of St. Paul, he mentioned that in his letter, there are things are difficult to understand and many people misinterpreted to the destruction of their own souls. If it is dictation, then you will find John, like Peter, like Paul, all of them uh, together. So every author used his writing style, used his personality. Uh, for example, if you you read the Gospel of St. Luke. Uh, from the description of certain diseases, you can say his background was medical. Uh, how, how he described uh, the, the illness. Uh, so everyone here used his own personality and his writing style, but the Holy Spirit actually protect him, protected them from making errors. That's what we mean, the inspiration, and as I mentioned, the seven elements of the inspiration. One, uh, another question, one of the elements that you mentioned with the original text is inspired. How do we know that whatever version we are reading is a true inspired word and not something inaccurate? In Bible study, you actually you need to compare many versions together in order to find the accurate meaning. And that's why in, in most of the theological seminaries, they teach Hebrew and Old Greek uh, because it is better to study the Bible, the Old Testament in its language in Hebrew, and uh, the New Testament in Greek. But I know this is not accessible or feasible for everyone. That's why uh, there are Bibles like the interlinear Bible. He will put you, for example, the Greek and analyze every word and, and put it in, uh, in English underneath it. Or when you compare different uh, texts together, in, in different uh, versions, 
from the scripture, it will help you to uh, understand what is the accurate word means. Uh, and this is very important in uh, Bible study. What is the best way to read the Bible and understand it correctly? And how to benefit from my reading? Thank God in, in our time, the commentaries on the scripture are available in Arabic and in English. And available as apps on, on, on your uh, phones. So no excuse right now for anyone to say that I read and I don't understand. Just you need to spend some time. All of you are highly educated. I'm sure you studied more difficult uh, subjects until you graduated than the scripture. So it's easy to understand the scripture, but spend some time. We say you need to read it with your eye. Then understand it with your mind. Keep it in your heart, reflect on it, and meditate on it, and apply it in your life. Read it with your eye, understand it with your mind, reflect on it in your heart, and apply it in your life. You need to live the event. For example, any story in the scripture, like the paralytic man, put yourself in his place. If you are struggling with a sin for a long time, then you are paralytic here, spiritually. Then the Lord will come to you and tell you, do you want to be healed? So when you read this story, apply it to yourself. The Lord is asking me, do you want to be healed? How am I going to respond to this? This is how you reflect on the verses in the scripture. If you read one chapter every day, you will finish the whole scripture in three years. And if you read three chapters every day, you will finish it in one year. Also, the scripture is recorded in 80 hours, from Genesis to Revelation, 80 hours. And most of us, we spend a long time driving every day. So actually, if you practiced to listen, beside reading, not I'm not saying this will replace the reading, but if you listen to the scripture 15 minutes every day, just 15 minutes, then you will need 320 days to listen to the Holy Scripture, which are almost 10 months and few days. So if every day you listen 15 minutes, you actually will listen to the Holy Scripture once every 10 months. And this can be repeated over and over and over. With every time you repeat listening to Scripture, you know, you will capture some uh, verses and some stories in your heart. Besides reading it every day, one chapter or three chapters according to your time, and studying it, St. Paul said, let the word of God dwell richly in you. Richly in you. We need to let the word of God dwell richly in us, in our hearts, in our minds. 
The word of God has transformative effect. It can transform us. It can change us. St. Augustine, words from the book of, of Romans, the letter to Romans, converted him, changed his life completely. Spend the time every day in reading the scripture. And there is another question about what is the work of the Holy Spirit in the reader. We believe that because the Lord said, the word I spoke to you is life and, and, and spirit. So the Holy Spirit, yes, it inspired the authors. But every word when you read it is anointed by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit pierces your heart when you read the word. And if I am willing to receive the work of the Holy Spirit in my heart and the piercing of the, the Holy Spirit in my heart, it will transform me. But I need to have heart of flesh, not heart of stone. In the Old Testament, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments written on two tablets of stone. Why? Because their hearts were like stone, hearts of stone. But in the New Testament, through the grace of the Holy Spirit, God has promised us, I will remove from you the hearts of stone and I will give you hearts of flesh. So as St. Paul said in his letter to the Thessalonians, now the Holy Spirit is written not on two tablets of stone, but in your hearts. The word of God is like the sword. If there is a piece of stone here and you shoot a sword, the sword will be broken. That's why people in the Old Testament, they broke the commands of God. But if there is a piece of flesh and you shoot a, a sword, the sword will pierce this piece of flesh. And we read in the New Testament, especially in the book of Acts, when they heard they were pierced. Because God removed the heart of stone and gave them hearts of flesh. So when they read the word of God or heard the word of God, pierced their heart, transformed them, changed them. So receive the word of, heart, of God with a heart of flesh. It will transform you. It will change you. It will convert you. I didn't know what to do. 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 I